This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. What an absolutely magnificent live invasion of the Western New York Theater of Operations we had last week. A sellout crowd at the Buffalo Launch Club for Smoke on the Water 3. An outstanding afternoon of great libations. Great cigars, great delicacies, great camaraderie, great fellowship. Everything we espouse here on the Cigar Dave Show as it relates to the alpha male lifestyle was in action last week. No one had a bad time. In fact, I received a plethora of emails saying, General, let me know when the tickets are for sale for Smoke on the Water 4. We're buying our tickets. We want to be first. We don't want to miss out. And lieutenants, that's what this show is all about. It is about enjoying the alpha male lifestyle. Guilt is not an option on the Cigar Dave Show. Long-ash greetings and salutations. A long-ash snappy salute. Semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. Today I come to you once again from the Western New York Theater of Operations. Today from our great affiliate News Talk 930 WBEN. Had such a great time. Decided to uh, stay for another week and stay visiting cigar mother, cigar father, and cigar sister. An absolutely uh, lovely uh, time with them and great weather. Wonderful to have special friends here in our remote theater of operations today. It is our Western New York Command Center Alpha, our uh, forward theater of uh, command in terms of Humidor 1A. First of all, we have the bionic colonel, Colonel Ange Puccio. Colonel Ange, great to have you once again. Thank you, General. Whoops, helps if I open up your microphone. There we go. go. Thank you, General, for inviting me. Colonel Ange, I have to tell you, last week it was not the same without you, even though Big Dom... The meat master did a great job, and you directed him. It wasn't the same having you on microphone and being involved, and I know it must have been difficult for you, although it was rather cool for you because we had three lovely dames that were fanning you to keep you cool the entire show. And they found all the right spots, General. It's amazing how they can fan. Uh, as they should. Now, yes. how are you feeling, by the way, Colonel Lenz? You had a total shoulder replacement. You now have a titanium shoulder. That's right, General. A uh, prosthesis that runs from the humor all the way through and bolted to my breastplate. It's all brand new. Bolted to the rack, is you it? You got it, General. Lovely. Well, glad that you are with us. Thank and you. And also we've got Captain Paul Bellani, front and center. Captain Paul, outstanding job last week once again. General, it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure uh, making sure that everything uh, the general needs is attended to, all the technical things, all the cleaning. Of course, we've got to get all the stains out before the show. By the way, I had uh, numerous shirts that went over to Colvin Cleaners, the finest local, not, not, not just uh, dry cleaner in Western New York, the entire planet, the official dry cleaner of the Cigar Dave Show 
of alpha males worldwide. Dave, I got to tell you, you live by our motto. Each drink can be sloppy. You come to the front counter, you got all the little stain tickets. There had to be 43 stain tickets on the one shirt. (laughs) Well, you know what? Because I'm used to the dry cleaners in the Cigar City of Tampa that can never get it right. So, I mean, Colvin Cleaners, you tell them once, it gets done. And I actually, you took me back. You have one person, a senior vice president in charge of stain removal. Absolutely. And, And I saw it, and he was working the entire day. This is why I go to Colvin Cleaners Green Earth. And by the way, lieutenants, FedEx your stuff. If you have a stain that you can't get out, go to colvincleaners.com. They'll get it out. Absolutely. We've got a great receiving and shipping department, General, as you well know. (laughs) (laughs) And we have from Gary O'Brien's Pub, the most exclusive pub, not only in western New York, but the entire planet, we've got Lieutenant Gary. Lieutenant Gary, great to see you, and I, you brought me a gift. Why do you always bring me gifts? You don't have to bring me a gift, Lieutenant Gary. I brought gifts. General Long Ashes, what a pleasure and honor it is to join you here in studio. And uh, yes, we did bring you a couple of gifts from the pub. You certainly did. A Cigar Dave, the General Custom Embroidered Crown Royale Purple Bag, as well as a bottle of Crown Royale. Very nice. Uh, being a member of the Crown Royal Society, we're allowed uh, one or two custom-made uh, bags during the course of the year, and obviously I couldn't think of a better person to uh, have that made for. Well, that is very nice, and I brought the Crown Royal 75th anniversary we're going to enjoy. Also, Bob Fiore of uh, Heaven Hill Distillers Distillery, who was on the show last week, gave me a bottle of Larceny bourbon we'll try. Uh, Gary, you brought uh, the Rock House Vodka that is made by Lockhouse Distilling right here in Buffalo. Uh, and we're going to try that. And I went yesterday in search of one of the toughest locally produced libations. It is the brand new bourbon whiskey from Buffalo Distilling Company, Alden, New York. Colonel Ange, you know that area pretty well. I grew up out there. It is called One Foot Cock, the original humdinger. And of course, when we refer to the One Foot Cock, we're talking about a, uh, a rooster that is on. And we'll tweet out a picture of this. Uh, I, I will tell you that the name certainly throws you a little bit. But uh, when I asked the, the clerk, I said, how is this? He goes, well, General, it's going to be a little bit young, not so tame. So we'll try that. We've got some great libations. We've got some great cigars. And by the way, uh, Lieutenant Gary, you were saying you're a member of the Crown Royale Society. I am the sole member of the pain in the ass society to the enemies of pleasure because I single-handedly give them more grief and aggravation. As you know, we're always battling them. We're always taking them on when they try to interfere in our rights to enjoy the alpha male good life. So I'm, an, I'm a member of that exclusive society as well. Now, we have a lot to get to today. Lee Corso lieutenants will be joining us in hour number two for our 2014 college football preview uh, maneuvers. We have Lee on each and every year, and Lee just made a very bold prediction on uh, ESPN Sports Center this morning predicting that UCLA would win the national championship. That surprises me. I'm going with these Syracuse Orange men. I'm going to go with them. I'm not going to say they're going to win it, but I've got to go with them since I'm an alum of, uh, of Syracuse University. So we'll talk with Lee, and we're also going to talk uh, with him, lieutenants, about what it is like behind the scenes, what a week in his life is like as they get ready for college football game day. So we're going to talk a little bit behind the scenes. We'll also talk about some of the changes in the power conferences. We'll talk about his predictions, and we'll look at some of the coaching changes. So I cannot wait. We're one week away from college football, one of my favorite times of the year. Lieutenants, I want to get to this uh, uh, very quickly here. Uh, And then in the second segment, I want to talk about Coach Mike Ditka. Uh, The Bears, Coach Ditka. One thing I love about Coach Ditka, 
Coach Ditka tells it like it is. We've had him on this show many times. I love Coach Ditka. He's a straight shooter. He's like you and I. He's not politically correct. He's going to tell you what you think, which is a throwback to yesteryear when men were men. We're not afraid to take – they didn't have to take a poll to see what people would think. So we'll have a little story with Coach Ditka regarding the Washington Redskins. But, gentlemen, you're going to love this story. A mother in South Carolina – called sheriff's deputies on her son this week after she found a porn movie playing on her living room television. Spartanburg County Sheriff's Office deputies were dispatched after a distraught mother called 911. She stated that when she entered her house, her 15-year-old son was in his bedroom. Her daughter turned on the TV and a porn video was playing. So far, I don't see a problem with this story, gentlemen. Do you? No, I think it was probably going on for three years. She probably just caught him. I think she would be celebrating, saying, yes, I've got a son that likes uh, dames. Beautiful. Uh, The 40-year-old mother immediately turned off the TV, ushered her 2-year-old daughter out of the room before calling police on her son. When the sheriff's deputy arrived... She said that she's had several problems with her son's behavior recently. Apparently, she has a problem with him uh, getting his teenage hormones, his heterosexual hormones. And again, I'm a proud hetero, uh, uh, what do we call ourselves? A, uh, uh, you know, we, people say, I'm trying to remember the term. Uh, we say proud hetero. I think we did the hashtag proud hetero, if I'm not mistaken. And that's fine. Whatever sexual persuasion people want to be, if you want to be monosexual, bisexual, trisexual, quadrosexual, uh, heterosexual, all those other sexuals that, that all these people are coming up with, that's fine. We have no problem as long as you don't bother me. And by the way, talking about gay marriage, I want to bring this up. Here's my question. I've been thinking about this, lieutenants, for the last number of uh, weeks on a regular basis. Now, we're hearing about everybody wanting, uh, uh, in the gay community, gay and lesbian community, wanting to be able to legalize same-sex marriage. And my answer is, you don't bother me, I don't care. Does it creep me out a little bit, lieutenants? Yeah, it kind of does. But I don't cast aspersions. If you got, listen, I have nothing, no problem watching three, four hot women going after each other. Watching, I have no problem with that. Now, when they're not so hot, then they're not so feminine, eh, not so much. However, here's what I'm thinking about. They make a big deal out of same-sex marriage, same-sex marriage. I am now going to start a crusade, a campaign, to allow polygamy. If they can have same-sex marriage, why can't we, like I have the harem, why can't I have 32 wives like they have in some Middle Eastern countries? And I'm also going to espouse the fact that when you want to divorce them, all you have to do is say, I divorce you three times, done. No alimony. What do you think, gentlemen? I think that's a great idea. By the idea. way, you're all married, so I noticed you didn't want to answer the question. Let's see. 32 wives, 32 headaches. I'm not sure, General. I have to take some time <laughs> no, to think no, about it. No, no, wait a minute. It. There's a reason why you have that, because if one does have a headache, or it's you know not the most opportune time for her to conduct horizontal sexual liaison maneuvers, you go to number two, number three, number four. If number five gives you an attitude, you go to number six. Now it makes sense. Now it all comes it's into play. Right. Do you makes, see what I'm saying? It makes great sense. Yeah, absolutely, General. So if they can have same-sex marriage, I think we should have uh, a polygamy marriage, which you should have as many as you want. So let's see if they fight for that. However, this, this mother apparently has a problem with her son having active 
Hormones. Raging hormones at that age. You know, General, my wife I mean, has never called the police when she's walked in and there's porn on TV. Exactly. You know? That's exactly right. And and I can tell you, when I my mother found my first Playboy, when I don't know, when I was 14, 15, whatever it was, she was thrilled. She threw a party for me. So there's nothing wrong with that. Now, the sheriff's office did not make an arrest. However, the mother requested that a report be done to document her son's behavior. Uh one of the uh, uh, a sheriff's dep- office, a sheriff's uh, spokespeople said, "No South Carolina was broken, so there is no way we were going to arrest him or file any official report. There's nowhere in the now even South Carolina. You know, I mean, those guys. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Bible Belt. So you're thinking, well, maybe in South Carolina, there's got to be something against that. But apparently, there's nothing in the books saying a 15 year old cannot legally watch porn. That's a badge of honor, General. He should take the report and put it in his locker. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. Well, he said, look what my mother did. That's right. Right." Now, the the teen's mother did complete a voluntary statement detailing the incident. The mother was identified as a local real estate agent by the smoking gun. The sheriff's office said the 911 call, no surprise, was the first of its kind for his department. He said, and this is what the spokesperson said, is it unusual for a mama to call the police on teenagers looking at porn? Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what he said. They'd so, be pretty busy if they were taking them all, General. I can just see it now. This, this. The, can you imagine the nine nine one one? May I help you? My son is watching Debbie Does Dallas. Can you please get the sheriffs over here immediately? Uh, but one of the best ones of all time, Pup Friction. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. Of not course, you're not going to admit it. But see, I get. I, listen, I get all these because you know. Again, as America's alpha male, I get sent everything, libations, you name it. But uh, Pup Friction. Remember the remember the movie Pulp. Fiction? Absolutely. It was a little takeoff on that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right, you gentlemen need to. Uh... Well, I got to tell you, you know, you're, you're saying that it's the first call they've ever gotten. That's great because that tells me there's a lot of cool moms out there. That's exactly right. That's right. I cannot imagine any mother. What is the. What she want to put? Her kid behind bars? I mean, I, I could just see it now. Her kid's got a record because he was what, watching. What kind, hot of, por- women, naked what kind women. of porn is he going to get in jail? You know, come yeah, on, give me a break. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you got to be careful, especially when you're showers and they ask you to bend over. Right. You got to be very careful. All right. Could not resist, Lieutenants. We always like to have some fun on the show here. So, uh, to all those mothers that are listening, if your son, for any reason, is watching porn, by all means, give the man an award, buy him a steak dinner, give him a cigar. You should be absolutely thrilled. Lieutenants, we will continue front and center. We come to you today from our great affiliate, News Talk 930 WBEN in the Western New York Theater of Operations, Buffalo. Cigar Dave, the general, America's alpha male, along with the bionic colonel, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Lieutenant Gary. Let the alpha male festivities continue. To smoke the same cigars the general does during the show? See past cigar and libation selections anytime at CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword. The symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich. Majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. 
A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand-new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Command and control. It's the General Cigar Dave. We continue 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. Email CigarDave at CigarDave.com. By all means, follow me at Twitter, social media, at Cigar Dave Show for Twitter. Facebook is Cigar Dave. And uh, just want to thank once again all of our lieutenants that participated last week. Sold out event, Smoke on the Water uh, 3. We cannot wait for Smoke on the Water 4 next year. We're already beginning planning it. Want to thank uh, uh, Greg Reed, Zach Evans, uh, Tom Matty. And uh, Tim Wenger, all the great crew from uh, News Talk 930 WBEN in Buffalo. Uh, uh, also want to thank our great sponsors. First of all, got to thank uh, Chris Kachaturian, Rob Streitz from AJ Fernandez as we launched the New World, which everybody loved. Gentlemen, you enjoyed the New World last week. I know you were all enjoying it, smoking it, as well as the San Latino, the Bull. Uh, still smoking them, General. They're great. Yep, great cigars, General. That was very was smooth. Great. Nice very price smooth. Yep. in the six six and a half dollar area. Very smooth, Lieutenant Gary. What'd you think of the New World? Very smooth, uh, excellent draw. 
Very, very nice draw. Yeah, everything that uh, A.J. Fernandez is making now is just very, very nice. Start with that San Latano Oval, which really put him on the map. But that San Latano, the Bull is doing well. And uh, the New World, the San Latano, uh, Connecticut, or Maduro, or Habano, they're making great cigars. Yeah, there was a lot of call for the Connecticut General. I was really surprised at the number of people. I had a, lot, I had a number of people emailing me saying, I'm not a big Connecticut fan. I like something more fuller flavor. But they said it was just so creamy and smooth and, and tasty that they love these cigars. So a very, very nice, uh, nice. Everybody loved the Assault Packs. They love these Cigar Dave uh, VIP private reserves for the VIP breakfast. So I want to thank A.J. Fernandez. Have to thank uh, the Tinderbox Buffalo. Uh, Jim and Steve Dvorak, their crew did a great job. I know he said, General, I could have used another uh, couple of hundred of the New Worlds and some more Assault Packs. So they sold pretty much everything they brought. So I want to thank them. Got to thank Bob Fiore from Heaven Hill Distilleries. I'll tell you, we did a great sampling last week, lieutenants, of their Evan Williams Single Barrel Bourbon Vintage 2004, the Elijah Craig 12-year-old, the Henry McKenna 10-year bonded, the Bernheim Straight Whiskey, the Rittenhouse Straight Rye, which really had a lot of peppery kick to it, the Evan Williams Black, and the Larceny Weeded Bourbon, which we're going to sample again today as well. So I want to thank Bob Fiore and everybody from Heaven Hill Distilleries. We're going to be sampling a lot more of their products for Bourbon Heritage Month coming up in September. General, also, yes. real quick, Mick wants that to become a staple at all the live shows, by the way. The, I'm sure he does. The, the tasting. He kept refueling on a regular Absolutely. basis. We got him up to a full tank, but <laughs> I noticed he was down like one one-hundredth of a tank. He went up to get refueled. Absolutely. No question about it. Also, got to thank uh, let me see the folks from Seneca uh, Casino at Walleye Consumers Beverages, and I'll tell you, I have we have done a lot of shows, and gentlemen, you know this. You've been to many of our live uh, pleasure invasions, but none, no time have we ever had the very cool ice sculpture that John Matuiko from the Niagara Falls Culinary Institute uh, uh, created with ice from Brian Selmer from Ice Is Nice. It is spectacular. We'll, we'll, we'll tweet out some additional pictures of that. It had the Cigar Dave Smoke on the Water logo. There were two cigars at the very top. And what was very cool about it was literally you could pour the bourbon or your, your libation of choice at the top. And then you go on the bottom, and it was like a little funnel. It was very, very cool. and great. I thought it was outstanding. Yeah, Dave, Nothing was, like it. Yeah, never seen anything like it before. It was beautiful. That's going to be a tough one to top next year. But I don't no, know how you're going to do it. Well, I think uh, hopefully we'll get John to do it again. But John and Brian, fantastic job. Uh, and we'll post more pictures of these. Lieutenants, litation and libation uh, maneuvers coming up next. Then we'll get the Coach Dicka. The language police, the thought police, they are alive and well. It's not bad enough they're coming after our cigars, coming after our steaks, coming after our spirits, coming after our, our, our wings, coming after our burgers. Now they're coming after our thoughts and our language. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is San Latano, The Bull, by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. The Bull is comprised of a hearty core of Nicaraguan long fillers nestled beneath an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. 
New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Candega Lajero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. Lieutenants, I have in my hand, last week we had the some fantastic cigars from San Lotano, from A.J. Fernandez. I enjoyed the New World, which is the brand new release, made its official debut at Smoke on the Water 3 in Buffalo. And I have to tell you, we all uh, we got plenty of San Latanos and AJ Fernandez cigars. I'm looking over at uh, the Bionic Colonel. Bionic Colonel, what uh, what cigar do you have in your hand? You're going to enjoy what? The New World? The uh, Maduro. You got the Maduro? Yes. Perfect. Okay, you've got the Maduro, Captain. Pa- they're, all, they're all taking you right out of one of our assault packs, Lieutenant Gary. I have the San Latano Oval, Connecticut. Beautiful cigar, Captain Paul. And I'm in, I'm in love with these new worlds. I'm going after one of these. Very smooth. Six six and a half bucks, Lieutenant. You can't go wrong. I'm going to pull out the San Latano. Habano. Why the Habano? Well, we've got some full-flavored libations today, so I'm going to enjoy the San Latano Habano. This was launched, geez, probably about four years ago. A.J. Fernandez started with one roller. Now he's got over, I think, 1,200 employees. It's a sprawling facility. They've got four of their own farms. Chris Cacciatorian, the owner of A.J. Fernandez, was down there this week. They're buying another farm or two. So they are vertically integrated, and this cigar, this Habano, uses beautiful Habano Nicaraguan wrapper grown on one of their farms, Nicaraguan filler and binder. It is a full-flavored cigar. There is no question about it. It comes in about uh, six different sizes. I've got my favorite size, the Toro, 6 by 54 7 bucks suggested retail. You cannot go wrong with these San Latanos, and I love how it feels in my hand. It's just got a very nice square press to it. It's, it's, it's a square, but with that oval, but just subtle, just a beautiful cigar. That's what I will enjoy today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I'm going to use the A.J. Fernandez double-edged guillotine, but it's got uh, very unique. It almost fans out. The two blades, you click it together and away it goes. It uh, takes care of the head of the cigar. That's what I will use today and I know Rob Streitz from AJ Fernandez brought about ten of these and every one of you guys took one and of course I gave mine away. As the general generosity, but Lieutenant Gary, you came through, so that's what we will use today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. All right, I've got in front of me from Rocky Patel, 
We've got the Rocky Patel handheld lighter that's got five jet flames, cylindrical lighter. It's actually got a built-in piercer on the bottom as well. I see, does this? It does. You've got a little bar that pulls out three different piercings. Big tank, beautiful. Lieutenant Gary, glad to see you've got it filled up with butane, ready for me to go. Cigar pre-lighting. Make sure the general is prepared. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. All right, here comes the cut. Perfect cut. Boy, these are sharp blades. Magnificent job. Now I'm just going to gently toast the foot of this cigar. Gentlemen, feel free to light up. We've got three extra lightation devices here, so go ahead. You can hear the jet flames coming off this rocket. And by the way, we got special dispensation from News Talk 930 WBEN President and Market Manager Greg Reed, a fellow cigar enthusiast. He said, General, wherever you are in, in, in uh, WBEN, our studios become your humidor 1A. So anything that you need, they are yours. In fact, wasn't it nice of them to roll in a little portable bar in here for our use with ice, all the mixers, everything we need. I'll gently puff and rotate. Mmm. Fantastic. Ah. Mmm. Colonel Ange, yes, sir, I see you were, you were the first one to get lit. That's right. Mm. I'm trying. I'm trying to fill in for Mick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does get lit up only with uh, libations. All right. Speaking of libations, it's time for us to enjoy some today in our new Cigar Dave Smoke on the Water three whiskey glasses. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst quenching libationary maneuvers. Okay, I have in my hands. Well, I'm debating. I've got the one-foot cock, the original humdinger bourbon whiskey from Buffalo Distilling right here in the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got the Lockhouse Vodka. I'm not a vodka guy. We'll save that for the for a little bit later. We've got the Larceny Weeded Bourbon, which was magnificent. We've got the regular crown that uh, Lieutenant Gary gave me with the customized cigar day, the general embroidery, and the Crown Royale 75th. Well, gentlemen, what do you think? Shall we take a vote? Remember, even if we do vote... As the five-star and uh, alpha in charge, my votes count for 51% at least. So, but let's take a vote. I think we should do the one-foot cock, the original humdinger bourbon whiskey from Buffalo. <clears throat> Let me think about it, General. I'm right, I'm, I'm right with you. You're let's right go. with me? Yeah, let's yeah, go. That was an easy decision. That's well, my old hometown, General. Let's uh, try it. Exactly. We're going to do that now. This I- interesting story. Buffalo Distilling Company was established originally in 1895. They were reestablished in 2012 in Alden, New York. Colonel Lange, it's about, what, 20 miles east of Buffalo, 25 miles? Yeah, maybe a little bit less than that, not much. Yeah, it's an eastern suburb of Buffalo. Yes. Uh, And now they actually use New York State over the last number of years has really become hard to be. They're the leader in taxes and high taxes and, and, and government bureaucracy, but they're also the leader, believe it or not, in distilling. They are very distilling friendly because there is a law in New York State that if you use at least, I think, 90% of your grains from New York State, there's various uh, tax benefits and there's uh, there's other things. And actually, they are very, very pro-micro distiller, yeah, which they, is good. Yeah, they found a way to, I'm not quite sure, probably uh, Lieutenant Gary would know better, but they I guess they reduced the taxes on the first amount that you make. So uh, a small uh, uh, distillery can set, set up and won't pay the same taxes. Now, I'm going to try this. Now, they actually do this right on their on their farm. And I have in my hand, this is, the date on this was from April 14th, batch number two, bottle number 166. And it is handwritten on here. 
Now, this is going to be young. Before I put it in on the rocks, I'm going to take a little aroma. Hmm. A little bite on the on the nose, but let's... Uh, and it's almost a light caramel color. Again, this is a very youthful bourbon, not not overly aged. In fact, I like how they say aged less than four years in New, in New Oak. Well, that could mean it's aged one week. <laughs> so minutes. we don't know. 20 minutes. So let's take a sip here. It's young, a little peppery, but I have to tell you, a little warmth on the way down. Not bad. Gentlemen, I'm going to pass the one-foot cock bourbon whiskey. And again, this has nothing to do with Dirk Diggler from uh, the movie Boogie Nights. This is to do with a rooster. All right, uh, Lieutenant Gary, you will now take a sip. And by the way, I will say cheers to all of you lieutenants here. And wherever you may be, hopefully you are enjoying it. And while we do this, I received a a Facebook message from Lieutenant Larry. He said, General, my name is Larry. I'm 45 years old. Last night, I enjoyed my very first cigar with a friend. My life is forever changed thanks to you and your show. You have taught me many things about being an alpha male. General, you rock. And I now understand what long ashes means. Lieutenant Larry, great to have you in the alpha male fraternity. Now, gentlemen, what would you think so far of the one-foot cock bourbon whiskey from Buffalo, Buffalo Distilling? I'm getting some floral hints uh, as I'm tasting it and a little, little bit of oakiness. A uh, little very, bit. Very subtle. It's very young. There's no question. So you don't have the complexities that the wood and the darkness uh, that you get from that, that new oak barrel. But for a young whiskey, and I would venture to say this is maybe three, four months, maybe six months tops. But I would tell uh, tell you that this it's not as sharp as I thought it would be. No, it's a surprisingly smooth, General, and um, you know not a strong butt. But like Gary said, you could see that there can be some complexity down the road. I mean, it's re- enjoyable. Definitely getting a little bit of the corn graininess. What I'm tasting is a little bit when you have an unaged, a, a almost white lightning, a corn whiskey that's unaged. You get a little bit of that corn sweetness, and I'm getting a little bit of that. It's not. As sweet as a straight corn whiskey, but the the oak does give it a little bit unique roundness on the edge, a little bit of sharpness, uh, but it's a very relatively sweet whiskey. It is, General. In fact, gives a little bit of hit, almost like a grappa, as you said, something that's not mm-hmm. aged. It's like a, uh, just comes straight like the moonshine. It's almost got a little grappa uh, taste to it at the end. And if you smell, I, I'm 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 getting the aroma now in my nose one more time. Now I can smell that corn. You can smell that corn. If you, you know, they call it white lightning, 100% corn whiskey, where basically it's, it's like moonshine. And, lieutenants, those of you that are not aware, you heard about moonshine. You may not know what moonshine is. During the Prohibition period, people wanted alcohol. They wanted distilled spirits. Well, they did not have the time to allow them, allow the, the, the spirits to age. So what happens is, before bourbon becomes bourbon, it actually comes out as what they call one a white lightning moonshine, which is usually at least 51% corn, usually 70% corn, maybe a little bit of rye uh, in there as well, or some wheat. But what happens is when it comes out after the distillation process, before it goes into age in the new chart American oak barrels, it is white. And you get that sweetness. You get the change in color from the oak, the charred oak in the barrels. So this is similar to what I would say is 
a corn whiskey, a moonshine type, a white lightning whiskey with just a little bit of age. I would venture to say this is maybe aged for three to six months, somewhere in that that category, because it's not dark enough to be longer than that. And you don't get you get a little bit of that American charred oakiness, but not a ton. In fact, it does, John. It tastes very much like uh, Bob Fiore did have uh, some of the uh, white lightning with him. They actually bottle that. Did you get a chance to taste that at the uh, Smoke on the Water 3? I did. Yeah, and it's kind of, doesn't this have that same kind of uh, nuance to it, you know? Well, what I find is uh, a lot of people think, ooh, white lightning, it's going to be super, super charged. There's some one called Death's Door, which is exactly like that. But there are many corn whiskeys, unaged, that are actually pretty good. And that if you sample them, you do get that corn sweetness. And that's one of the reasons why uh, the taste differential between bourbon and between scotch whiskey. Because scotch uses a, a barley, whereas in the United States, we use for bourbon at least 51% corn, usually 70 80% corn, which is a much sweeter type of grain. And uh, therefore, you notice that when it comes to bourbon, especially the white lightning corn whiskey. So I find it very nice. Uh, gentlemen, I think so far, so good. Can't go wrong. So we've got our cigars lit. I've got my San Latano Habano. I've got a little bit of this beautiful one-foot cock bourbon whiskey from Buffalo Distilling, Alden, New York, in our beautiful Cigar Dave Smoke on the Water 3 glass that our VIP breakfast attendees got. And, uh, gentlemen, when we come back, we're going to talk about Coach Ditka. Coach Ditka came after the language police. He told it like it was. He's saying that the Washington Redskins should keep the name. And you know what? I agree with him. And we come back. We will talk about that. We'll take your calls at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. We enjoy alpha male bonding maneuvers today on The Cigar Dave Show. Not sure what libation to pair with your cigar? Now at CigarDave.com, you can see what your five-star general pairs together each week for the show. In this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap, using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. 
Purchase The Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of The Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Arriving as a wussified beta male, departing as a certified alpha male. Cigar Dave, mission accomplished. 877-DAVE-007-877-328-3007. We continue front and center from our Ford Theater of uh, Operations Command Center Alpha, WBEN Buffalo, our great affiliate in the Western New York Theater of Operations. We've got uh, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Lieutenant Gary, front and center here in our uh, remote humidor 1A. Now, as you know, the enemies of pleasure want to take our rights to enjoy cigars, our steaks, our spirits, our cupcakes, our cookies. They're coming after everything. And now it's the language police. This political correctness nonsense has gone so way overboard that enough is really enough. The latest example, without any question, is the Washington Redskins. The Washington Redskins have been around for, what, 70 years, 80 years, whatever it is. Nobody's had an issue. And now all of a sudden, we've got all these people jumping up and down saying it's a derogatory term. I disagree. I don't believe that it is. In fact, the Washington Redskins hail to the Redskins. They honor the American Indian. And anybody that says uh, otherwise is nothing more than someone trying to just jump on the political correctness and language and thought police bandwagon. Now, the latest example is the University of Minnesota which is hosting the Minnesota Vikings for the next two seasons as the Vikings' new stadium is being built. They've got a little issue because the Vikings are playing at the University of Minnesota uh, Stadium. They are requesting that the when the Washington Redskins visit on November 2nd, they're making some requests, including the Washington Redskins wear their throwback jerseys. They don't want the Redskins to wear their current jerseys because they say it bears the name and logo regarded as offensive by some in the uh, Native American community. And apparently those which are offended include the Shakopi Medwekantan Sioux community. Now, the Shakopi Medwekantan Sioux community donated $10 million towards the construction of the University of Minnesota Golden Gopher Stadium. So they have a problem. Of course, they donate $10 million, and the university now is jumping up and down and trying to dictate the terms of what can and cannot be said at the stadium when the Redskins play on November 2nd. They also want the Vikings not to sell Washington Redskins apparel or paraphernalia at the stadium. They don't want the team's name mentioned on the public address by the PA announcer. They don't want the team's name to appear on the scoreboard at the stadium and that the team's name should be omitted from the program and other materials relating to the game. This is absolutely absurd. Now, I'll tell you, lieutenants, for the Native American tribe, the Shakopee 
Medwekantan Sioux community to have a spare 10 million lying around, which I'm sure is a result of gambling, offend me all day long. I'll tell you what, give me a casino, you can call me whatever derogatory term you want, as long as I can still get the $100, $200 million in net profits every year. In fact, next time, next life, lieutenants, I'm not coming back as Cigar Dave, no. I'm coming back as Cigar Tonto, so I can get my fair share of the uh, uh, casino gaming winnings. Well, Coach Ditka, I'm not the only one that's got an opinion on this. Coach Mike Ditka, the Bears, who I love. He's been on this show many times. He tells it like it is. One of my favorite guests. Uh, and I'll tell you something about Coach Ditka. No matter where he is, I remember one time he, he told me he would come on the show. I called him to remind him that morning. He said, oh, I forgot I got a production meeting. No problem. You call me and I'll pop out. And sure enough, he did. Which I said, look, Coach, I'll be happy to reschedule it. He said, nope, nope. Told you I was going to be on. I'm going to be on. And by the way, the Camacho Ditka 89 Special Edition, which uh, came out by Camacho last year, is a beautiful cigar. And Coach Ditka, he's one of us. Loves cigars. And what's the common trait with people that love cigars and are alpha males? We are not going to be intimidated by the enemies of pleasure or by the language police. Here's what Coach Ditka had to say earlier this week. He was on an interview with... I believe it was Redskins Nation. Let me give you the exact. uh, He was on RedskinsHistorian.com with Mike Richmond, and he talked about the Redskins controversy. Here it is. Here's the first cut. It's all the stink over the Redskins name. It's so much more incredible. We're going to let the liberals of the world run this world. It was was set out of reverence, out of uh, uh, pride to the American Indian. Even though it was called a Redskin, what are you going to call him? A brown skin? This is so stupid, it's, it's appalling. And I hope that order keeps fighting for it and never changes it because the Redskins are part of a American football history and it should never be anything but the Washington Redskins. That's the way it is. And I had to get that out. I had to get that out. It's been the name of the team since the beginning of football. It's nothing to do with something that happened lately or something that somebody dreamed up. This was the name, period. I mean, uh, leave it alone. I mean, these people are silly. Asinine, actually, in my opinion. Coach Ditka is right. This is asinine. I'm not a Daniel Snyder fan. I've met Daniel Snyder. Uh, He's definitely got a Napoleon complex. But I agree with him 100% on this particular case. This honors the Native American Indians. This, without any question. And isn't it amazing? Where were they 40, 50 years ago? They were nowhere 30 years ago. All of a sudden now we've got this political correctness movement, and now we've got, what, Phil Simms and Tony Dungy saying they're not even going to say the name Redskins. Well, screw you two guys. That's the name. Enough of this uh, this language nonsense. Coach Ditka wasn't done. It's all the political correct idiots in America. That's all it is. And it's it's got nothing to do with anything else. We're going to change something because we can't. We're going to make a, hey, listen, I went through it. I went through it in the 60s, too. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, you know, everybody lined up, did this. It's fine to protest. You know, that's your right. You don't like war. You don't like to protest. That's your beauty. You have a right to do that. But to change the name, that's ridiculous. You know, change the Constitution. We got people trying to do that, too, and they're doing a pretty good job. Well, Coach Dick is right. Now, you can legally change the Constitution. It requires a certain a number of percentage of states, uh, state houses that have to ratify it, and then it uh, goes on to uh, it goes Congress, then it has to be ratified by uh, state houses across the, the, the country. 
But we have people that are trying to change and subvert the Constitution in the presidential administration now. So he's right on that. And he's right. Enough of this political correctness nonsense. I got a story in the next hour that'll really, if you think you're, 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 this Redskins thing is nonsense, wait till you hear what I have to tell you when a student had to say a what we normally take as regular acceptable language when someone, one of her fellow classmates, sneezed. You won't believe what transpired. We have got, become a nation lieutenants of busybodies. They want to tell us what we can say, what we can think, what we can eat, what we can consume. Enough is enough. I am tired of these overzealous moralists. We don't need them. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show comes your way next. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, we are enjoying fantastic cigars, fantastic libations. Wherever you may be right now, I hope you too are enjoying the alpha male lifestyle. For as the foremost authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, and the alpha male good life, I implore you, screw the enemies of pleasure. Fire up a cigar, pour yourself a cocktail, kick up your feet, relax, because you have earned a day to enjoy life's great pleasures. And that's what we do each and every week for two hours. We welcome you back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Jump aboard. Let the camaraderie, the fellowship, and the conversational maneuvers commence right now. Last hour, I left off talking about the language police. We've got the enemies of pleasure. Now we have the enemies of thought and the enemies of language. Now, ever since I can remember as a kid, if somebody sneezed, and let me ask Colonel Lange, Captain Paul, Lieutenant Gary, who joined me here in the Western New York Theater of Operations at uh, Command Center uh, Alpha here at WBEN, our great affiliate in Buffalo. Somebody sneezes. What do you say, Colonel Lange? God bless you. Whoops. I got to turn. General. What? Yeah. God bless time. you, General. Right. Gesundheit. Bless God, you. God, God bless, bless you. you. Sure. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean, you don't even think about it. It's not something that you, you're, you just from the time as a kid, you just, that's what you say. General, today is the 16th anniversary of my father's death. Well, we've got, let's, we've got a, you know what, let's he do this. He would turn in his grave if I didn't say God bless you when you sneeze. 
Well, you know what? What was your father's first name, Captain Paul? Anthony or Tony Balani. Mr. B. Mr. They called him Mr. B. Mr. B. Mr. You B. know what's funny? Rocky Patel, their controller, uh, Bharat uh, Mushalaf, they call him Mr. B. Okay. So, Mr. B. All right, so let's do this. I've got, a, I think it's appropriate. We've got a bottle of Crown Royale Monarch 75th Anniversary Blend. So, why don't I pour a little bit for all of us and we'll, we'll have a little toast to Mr. B. Tony, uh, the original, the original uh, 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 Colvin Cleaner. Well, actually, his older brother, Philip, started the company in 1931. Oh, really? I did not know that. Absolutely. And then when did, when did your father, Mr. B, come on? Well, after, after, he, came, after he came back from the war in 43, um, and he, uh, he was in the uh, Adirondacks with uh, tuberculosis. When he came back from the Adirondacks, he started working with his older brother, Phil, uh, in Colvin Cleaners, and the rest is history. My father picked up and delivered dry cleaning for 40 years. Um, I stepped into the business, and I, I can't tell you what a blast it was with my mother and father in the business. And and what do you think they would think now with all the technology and the green earth and everything else, uh, the delivery and everything, a lot different than, than back in those days? Oh, you know, I, my parents loved it. Every step of the way as we improved, all my father wanted to know was he'd walk into the office general and he'd say, Hey, do we get any parking tickets? <laughs> he, had, he had this thing about parking tickets. He goes, what the heck are they doing picking on us? All we're trying to do is squeak out a living. And, I'm like, and, and, and the rule around Colvin Cleaners was here's our systems. We follow our systems. When Mr. B comes in and he says do that, you do exactly what he says. And as soon as he leaves, you go back to our systems. Okay, Mr. B, no problem. That was it. All right, well, we're, we've got the Cron Royale. A special Monarch Edition 75th anniversary. So we will say cheers to uh, Mr. B. Cheers. There you cheers. go. And lieutenants, wherever you are, pour yourself a cocktail and uh, and take a toast as well. Let me take a sip of this. You're going to find this so smooth, gentlemen. Mm. This could be the finest Crown Royale ever. Is wow. this not smooth? Wow, what a difference. Huh? Isn't it incredible? I mean, it is like drinking silk on your palate. It's, it's very good. I'm still a little... You know, I, I'm, ah. I'm still a little in favor of cask. Uh, you know, Crown Royal. Cask. Well, they don't make the cask 16 anymore. It's now the XO. Right. So if you can find cask 16, buy it. The XO is very similar. Well, the the, the cask or the XO has a little bit more of that cognac uh, uh, taste, that flavor on it. A little bit more warmth, but this is smooth. And let me, uh, I'll tell you what I'll do. Let me tell you first about the Crown Royale uh, 75th Anniversary Limited Edition Blend. In 1939, or as Colonel Ange would say, in 1939, <laughs> the British royal couple, King George VI and Queen Elizabeth, made history when they became the first reigning monarchs to journey across North America. Upon hearing the historic news, a Canadian entrepreneur set out to craft a whiskey suited for the pair. He sampled over 600 blends, reviewed hundreds of types of glass labels and caps before cloaking the final product in the eponymous purple bag to represent the purple robe of royalty, and he fittingly called it uh, called the whiskey Crown Royal, or as I like to say, Crown Royale. And I love those purple bags. I've got one that's embroidered that Lieutenant Gary brought in for me, and I remember Cigar Abe growing up. He'd always enjoy his Crown Royal. Guess who got the purple Crown Royal bags? This general. And uh, it's so funny because today you talk to so many people, and they say, oh, my God, I, use, I, put, my, uh, I put this in my Crown Royal bag. I put uh, this in there. Everybody uses it for something else. General, I grew up, and on our, on our dinner table every night, now, we, we had salad before a meal. That's just the way the Italians do it. 
What we have? Oh, oil. so you didn't have salad for dessert. You no, had no, salad no, no, before. No. Okay, we, I got we had it. salad before dinner. <laughs> oil and vinegar. And guess what the oil and vinegar were in? The crown crown royal. royal. You can't throw these things out. you got to use them for and something. And, of course, every night, I'm sure you said a little prayer, hoping that all people in western New York, while they're dining with their, their oil and vinegar, would splash a little bit on them and Absolutely. come in the Colvin cleaners the next eat, day. Eat, drink, and be sloppy, General. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the eponymous crown royal bag was was created to uh, represent the purple robe of the uh, of royalty so the train carrying the royal couple were stocked with 10 cases of this new blend and it 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 uh, it, it the rumors the, the the word picked up that this new Canadian whiskey was the hot whiskey uh, rivaled it no no one else rivaled it and thus crown royal was officially born now 75 years later this year master blender andrew mckay has created an exceptionally smooth limited edition whiskey to commemorate the brand's monumental anniversary he personally handpicked whiskeys from the brand's extensive stock including a special whiskey from the historic coffee rye still residing in gimli manitoba canada eh now it used to be in ontario they had a fire, then they moved everything to Gimli, Manitoba. I don't know. For some reason, I kind of think Crown Royal should be made like in Ontario. I would think so, too. Uh, Where's Gimli? Well, in you Manitoba. know what? The, in, in Manitoba, there's, there's, there's like four right. cities in Manitoba. You know. Well, let me ask, put it this way. Uh, the only reason I can think they wanted to move there is because maybe by some chance when the whiskey freezes in the winter or gets nice and cold, it adds some sort of element to it. Because there's... No you know, reason to go. Maybe they figure the pleasure police will never find them out there. Probably never. Who's, who's, listen, even the enemies of pleasure aren't, aren't, aren't stupid enough to go out, uh, you know, in minus 30-degree uh, weather. So the Crown Royale uh, Monarch 75th Anniversary Blend, very uh, balanced notes of vanilla, caramel, dried fruits, uh, rich toffee, spice, a very long, warm finish. I think it's very, very smooth. Comes encased in a beautiful regal gold and silver carton with a magnetic closure. And the bag is a silver-embroidered bag with gold accents. It's a variation of the original purple bag that we all know and love. And the elegant bottle is a little bit... And where is the bottle here? I know you have it. There we go. It's a little bit taller. If you look at it, just a little bit uh, taller and broader than the regular Crown Royale uh, uh, whiskey. Uh, Nice detailed etching, unique gold crown cap. Very, very nice. I'm going to take another... Pour another, and I'm going to tell you, this is like liquid gold. It is so good. General, General, my mother would love this because she wouldn't have to refill the oil and vinegar as often. A little taller. That's exactly yeah. right. That's There you go. So they actually put it in the, well, they use the bag or they put it in the Crown Royal? Oh, they put it right in the Crown Royal uh, uh, bottle. Oh, oh, I just thought they, I didn't oh, I thought no, they no, just no. used the bag oh, to no, put no, no. the oil and vinegar. This, we had two of these Crown Royal bottles on our, on our dinner, dinner table every night. Beautiful. I mean, so they brought well, us actually, up right. Actually, there were three. Well, yeah, one there, for was Mr. The, there B. was the real stuff. Yeah, and one for Mister B. There you go. So very nice. By the way, the, the suggested retail on this is about seventy to seventy-five dollars. Well worth it. It's going to be limited. I'm probably going to go out and buy a few more bottles so I have them. It's that smooth. Yeah, it's generally fantastic. Delicious. Well, yeah, make sure when we show up at the Pleasure Palace, General, you have plenty of this. I always do, don't I? Absolutely. In fact, uh, I think I get the jug of the Crown Royale, the 1.75. If they made the jug in the in the uh, Crown Royale XO or the Reserve, I would buy that too. The only thing I'm never going to buy from Crown Royale, their maple finish. It oh, tastes like Aunt yeah. Jemima was splashed in there. I don't care for it all. General, it's great on pancakes. It is great on pancakes. It makes a great barbecue sauce. <laughs> 
Barbecue yes, sauce, yes, yes, but yes, to drink, does. forget it. You're right, it, To me, they desecrated the sanctity of Crown Royale. Lieutenants, when we come back, we got on a little tangent here, but I'll tell you about the language police, I'll tell you about the thought police, and how a simple sneeze, and a response to a simple sneeze, landed a Tennessee student in the principal office, principal's office. As we continue today from the Western New York Theater of Operations, our great affiliate WBEN in Buffalo. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars, is proud to announce several new cigars. Cellar Reserve Edition Especial has a Corojo wrapper and 18-year aged tobacco. It's a medium-body, full-flavor cigar that's packaged in a beautiful piano-finish mahogany box. Royal Challenge Maduro is set inside a traditional leather-style box with a platinum band and embellishment. It pairs the Habano Honduran binder and Nicaraguan Dominican filler with a perfect broadleaf Maduro wrapper. This mild-body full-flavor cigar has a smooth draw with earthy, flavorful tones and a sweetness on the lips from the wrapper. The classic cigar, Havana Blend, is from the East India Trading Company. This cigar uses a proprietary blend and filler with 20 different tweakings of the blend to get it just right. It's a box-pressed, medium-body, full-flavor cigar, including earthy, nutty overtones. Get these new cigars and all Gurkha cigars at your local retailer. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconists, 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Cigar Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure. 
All right, lieutenants, as we continue, I've got uh, Captain Paul, Colonel Lange, Lieutenant Gary, front and center with me in our uh, Command Center Alpha in our Ford Theater of Operations at uh, WBEN, our great affiliate in Buffalo, New York. I was leaving off talking about how a student in Tennessee, Dyer County High School student, 17-year-old Kendra Turner, was doing something that most all of us would do, be polite. One of her classmates sneezed. Now, when somebody sneezes, you say, Gesundheit, bless you, God bless you. It's just a simple act that uh, it's customary that I think every one of us has probably done at one time or another. Well, after she did it, she was sent to the principal's office after saying bless you to another student who sneezed. Talk about the language police and the thought police. It is... Almost inconceivable of all the things going on at schools, people bringing Uzis and people bringing crack and everything else. A student says to another student after sneezing, bless you. And all of a sudden she's thrown to the principal's office. Apparently there are some things in class that they are not allowed to say, including my bad, hang out, dumb, stupid, and stuff. Well, I'm going to say that the a teacher, and the administrators at Dyer County High School are dumb and stupid, and they're schmucks. Add that to the list. Assistant principal, let, let me stop right here. Assistant principal. Do any of you have any good memories of an assistant principal? I mean, really, can you think about an assistant pr- what, what I don't even remember. What do they serve? I they're, never you know, had is- one. Well, know. you know, at St. Paul School in Kenmore, I've got uh, memories of backhands on the side of my <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. I was an angel at the park school. I mm-hmm. never had any, any, any issues. I was just angelic all the time. Uh, wise ass? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so assistant principal Lynn Garner, said she couldn't discuss the specifics of what happened. Correction, Lynn is a is a male. But he said there are two sides to every story. Gardner said teachers can set their own classroom rules as long as they are reasonable. Well, by any inference, by any stretch, someone saying, bless you, is reasonable. Or gesundheit after someone sneezes. It is unreasonable for someone, a student, to be sent to the principal's office for saying what is a polite term and phrase. He goes on to say, if a teacher asks his or her students to do something reasonable to avoid a distraction in the classroom, then we expect the students to follow the rules. If it's not a reasonable request, then we'll sit down and talk about it to get it right. According to the assistant principal, Turner, after she said, bless you, the teacher stood up and asked who had spoken. Then she was asked why she said it, and she said she was being courteous. And she asked me who told her that it was a courtesy. She said, well, it was my pastor and my parents taught me to say it. And boom, she is sent down to the principal's office. Now, for this assistant principal, Lynn Turner, to go on and say that, We expect students to do something reasonable to avoid a distraction. Are you telling me that it's more of a distraction for someone to say gesundheit or bless you than the sneeze? The sneeze is much louder. This makes no sense. This is what is... If you want to know why America is crumbling, and lieutenants, I'm a patriotic America, but as you know, I'm a realist. And the reality is America is crumbling. 
not because of alpha males such as you and I, not because of patriotic Americans such as you and I, because of these nimwit numbskulls that are in our educational system, that are the bureaucrats in our government, that are sitting in the Oval Office today, that have no common sense, that do not have any sense of, of urgency when items of national security or simple items, such as someone saying, bless you, or Gesundheit in a classroom, that this now becomes an act to send someone to the principal office? This is why... America is in decline. General, and I hate to say it, but it's true. And it's teacher, because of schmucks. The teacher caused the distraction. Absolutely. I mean, the parents are teaching their children to be polite. This is what has to happen more in this country, and it's got to continue. For a teacher to discipline a child because they were taught by their parents to do something courteous, it's absurd. It is totally absurd. But this is what's happening now, Colonel and uh, Captain Paul. This is what's going on. We're in a nation of decline, and people say, and I hate to admit it, but we have to be realistic. Do you feel, and I ask people this today, do you feel as proud today to be as an American as you did when Ronald Reagan was president, or even Bill Clinton was president, or George W. Bush? And the answer is no. And this country is being overridden by these enemies of pleasure, by bureaucrats. This country is run and dictated by bureaucrats that are not elected, that have never held a real job in their lives, but now all of a sudden they can wag their finger and get on the soap ops and tell us that they're far more intelligent than we are. This is the problem. And how absurd that this teacher, and if I was the principal, I would have said, excuse me, you're here, why? Uh-huh. You said bless you. Let's take a walk back to the teacher. What I would have done is brought the teacher out, and I would have canned her ass on the spot. Waste of time. Total waste of time. And this is, to me, here it is, somebody saying something. Now, whether or not you're religious, whether or not you you believe in faith, whatever, it's irrelevant. It's a term of simple courtesy. Gesundheit. Bless you. God bless you. I've never had someone where I've said it or someone said it to me saying, you know, I'm offended at that. Most people say, and I always say, thank you. I just think that's courteous that someone would do that when you sneeze wherever you are, that they, they do that. But again, this is the absurdity of what is going on today. And it truly is uh, a nonsensical. And we are now being overruled by people with no common sense. People that could not think for a millisecond by themselves, and yet they think that we're the stupid ones? And what I find amazing is we have people in power today, the people who have, oh, who for many years they want uh, freedom to choose. Fine. Okay, fine. I have no problem with that. They want freedom for their bodies, freedom of this. However, when it comes time to us to choose, where we want the freedom to choose to enjoy a cigar, freedom to enjoy a libation, freedom to throw a steak on the grill, all of a sudden, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 that's unacceptable. So they want freedom of choice. A woman's body's her body. I agree. Fine. But as an alpha male, I have the right to choose as well and the right to think for myself. And these language police, these thought police, the food police, the cupcake police, the cupcake cops, it's got to end or we are doomed. There's no question about it. So to this woman, this girl that said, bless you, I say, you young lady are a courteous lady, a courteous, a, a, a courteous young woman, and I'm sure that everybody that is hearing this story right now is proud 
that you actually have manners as opposed to the enemies of pleasure that are schmucks. We'll continue with Lee Corso coming up around the corner. Our 2014 college football preview maneuvers, the great Lee Corso of ESPN. I cannot believe he selected the University of California at Los Angeles to win the national championship. Not so fast, my friend. I have a different prediction. We shall continue around the corner with the great Lee Corso. selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is San Latano The Bull by H.A. Fernandez Cigars. The Bull unleashes a medium to full-bodied profile. It's ample in richness, yet completely smooth in experience. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Well, I can tell you one thing that gives me absolutely great pleasure is football, college football, NFL football, as long as it involves modern-day gladiators hitting each other, the ball being rushed and thrown, there is nothing finer than college football. And the one man, that is associated with college football for the last, what, probably 20 years, a good friend of the Cigar Dave Show, and a fellow cigar connoisseur from ESPN, the great Lee Corso. Lee, great to have you on for our 2014 college football preview maneuvers once again. Cigar Dave, I've been waiting for it because this is a signal. Football is about to start when I talk to Cigar Dave. 
And it's a signal that you're getting two boxes of Rocky Patel Vintage 99 no. Connecticut's no. to last you through the season, Lee. Oh, they'll last me forever, those things. And listen, I, <laughs> I enjoy this again. Thursday night is my favorite night watching Thursday night football and college football. Smoke a cigar, sit back and relax and before the game starts and uh, before our show starts. But thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I'll enjoy those cigars most most happily. Well, Lee, I, I, let me just uh, give our lieutenants a, a very quick um, uh, story on how you and I met. When the yes. ESPN zone or the ESPN club was opening at Disney, got to yes. be now, I would say, Lee, geez, wait, I've been doing the show 19 years, got to be about 16, 17 years ago. My yes. good friend uh, uh, T.J. Lambert, who ran ESPN Radio, invited me sure. to the grand opening. I met you at the party. You were, you were very cordial. And I'm walking back to the hotel, and I see you. No joke in in your in your boxers and in a uh, in a t shirt smoking a cigar on the third floor balcony and I stopped and I it. said that's right I said Lee you're coming on my show <laughs> yeah, that's that's who I am boys just smoke them on those balconies and have more I enjoyed it so much away from everybody just a cigar and a little cold drink and to relax there you Man, go that's, that's living boy. As you would say, Lee, life is good. Life is good when you can have a cigar, especially after dinner. Oh, you, man. You got it. Well, I've, I've also got some good friends of mine. I'm doing the show for my uh, great affiliate up in Buffalo, WBEN. I got uh, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Lieutenant Gary, who are joining me. They're also big Lee Corso fans. And, Lee, great. before we talk about uh, the, the changes going on in college football and, and your predictions, and by the way, I heard you made a doozy this morning on ESPN, which we'll talk about, but... Tell us, uh, give us a background how you started with ESPN uh, way back, because it was almost by accident. Yeah, well, what happened is I was the football coach in the Orlando Renegades of the United States Football League, and uh, they, they used to do our games a lot, and I was on television with ESPN a lot, and then the league folded, and then when the league folded, I was I didn't have a job, so I auditioned at ESPN, and I got on. I was on, I was on a week-to-week contract. That's all for They used to call me on Monday and say, there's a game we want you to do. You got it. And I said, man, I couldn't wait. Every week I used to wait for that call, and I was on a week-to-week contract when I started with ESPN. And so far, it's worked out. I got a little bit more than a week-to-week now. <laughs> exactly. That so that's amazing. Right. And, and those days, like of course, e- what's that? Like this, I can't say enough about ESPN because, you know, about five, five years ago, I had a stroke. And uh, I, I couldn't, I can hardly talk, but I, I, I'm getting better. But then I had problems in the speaking, and the ESPN could have dumped me. But ESPN did not dump me. They kept me on. The, uh, they had a lot of patience. They cut my schedule down. And because of ESPN's great uh, attitude, I'm still on the show. But uh, let me tell you something. Lesser people than ESPN would have dumped Lee Corso because of that stroke I had. No doubt. And, and I remember, Lee, that uh, first of all, it wouldn't be the same without you because you and Herbie going after each other every week is priceless. And, well, and you add a lot to the show, Lee, and I'm glad that you, I know health-wise you're doing much better and certainly yeah. uh, certainly glad to hear that. And, and I'm glad, you know, it, it is a nice thing because loyalty is very fleeting these days in corporate America. And so I'm glad that the ESPN uh, Disney folks uh, remained loyal to you because certainly you've been a great, uh, a great loyal uh, employee to them. And, and I think a key member, obviously, 
obviously, of the uh, of the college football uh, game day experience. Well, thank you very much, and that's that's one of the reasons why I'm stayed at ESPN so long. I think this is in my 27th year, but I've always thought that I would like to be with one group for my entire career, like Cheater and the guys in the Yankees. One guy, one show, one ESPN was what I was striving striving for, and and I've got to do that. Absolutely. Now, Lee, do you, uh, a number of years ago, they changed game day where they actually took it out to a different stadium every week. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. did, did you, do you prefer being out? Because it's, it's very different when you do a show in the studio and then you're out and about with all the fans and the weather elements and, and, yeah. and everything that can happen on a live show. Very different. So which do you prefer? Oh, the live show, 100%. I tell you what, it's like an actor, an actor that goes, is, does a movie. You know, you do a movie in a warehouse. And there's just a caster on you. But then uh, an actor every once in a while has got to go to Broadway and do a live show and do a live audience. You get reaction from the live people, and they are the ones that push you. And that's why, and there's no question in my mind, the reason why ESPN's game day is so successful is that in 1993, we went to the Florida State Notre Dame game on site. And from that moment on, the show has been a great hit. I remember that game very well. That's when, when uh, Coach Bobby Bowden, a lot of teams didn't want to play him at, uh, at, in Tallahassee at Doak Campbell. He said, I'll play anytime, anywhere. Kind of yeah, like exactly. uh, Coach Dick. That's right, Coach Dick McPherson. You know, I'm a graduate of Syracuse, Lee. You know that. Coach Mack, way back, nobody would play him at the Carrier Dome. He said, we'll go play you. You tell yeah. us when and where, and we'll play it. And that put them on the map. That's right. And, and Notre Dame was number two in the nation. Florida State was one. And Notre Dame upset Florida State, and and were number one in the nation for one week. The next week, Boston College upset Notre Dame, and then Florida State won the national championship in '99. That was '93. That was it. That was I remember that that season. That was a great season for the Florida State Seminoles. Now, Lee, give us an example of what we're talking with Lee Corso of ESPN, College Football Game Day. Lee, tell us what your week is like. Now, I know for the last uh, couple of weeks, you've been, actually for the last few months, you do a lot of prep, and in the summer, you actually go into a special alpha male cave, a prep cave, where all you do is prep. There's no phones, there's no fax machines, no computers. You bury yourself for a couple of days. Yeah, but I didn't do it this year, the first time. Oh, you didn't? No, my wife fell and had and uh, she broke her hip and I uh, she had an operation and, and she's rehabilitating now and I've been a caregiver for last month and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate what my wife used to do boy oh boy I, I had to go grocery shopping and you know what the grocery shopping and look at the prices man I went crazy <laughs> I mean, first time, first time in 57 years I went grocery shopping and the other day we I was cleaning out the refrigerator, and I put the celery in the wrong place, and I got all kinds of hell. Boy, I said, well, you got to be kidding. This caregiving <laughs> life is not too good. But I, I tell That's you tough, what, no I've, question. I've enjoyed it very much being with my wife and, uh, and being able to do that. 
Well, we'll send her our regards to the lovely Mrs. Yes. Corso for a speedy yes. uh, recovery. And But I know, Lee, that has not stopped you from prepping, Lee, because you no. are on top of everything. And, I mean, I can I remember in the past I've asked you about a certain school you're figuring I would catch you. I cannot get one over on you. So tell us about what the week is like each and every week during the season, when it starts, where you go, how it works. Okay. Lay it out, because I think people would love to hear the behind-the-scenes of Lee Corso and ESPN College Football Game Day. Well, but what happens is we, we uh, have the game on Saturday. I come, I fly home on Sunday, and then I get a call from on Sunday night telling me where I'll go the next week. Then Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, there's, there's prep week where I really study and, and do all the homework and call all the SIDs and the coaches and study films as much as I can of all the other football games. And then on Thursday morning, I fly to the site. And I don't have to be there till Friday, but since my stroke has happened, I have to get there and get rest. Because if I don't rest, I can't talk. And uh, so we, I, I rest on Friday night, Thursday night and watch the football games, get plenty of sleep. And then Friday morning we get up, we have our prep meetings. We have a rundown of all that's going to go over, all the stuff we're going to go in the show. Then I go home and then do the show on Saturday and then on Saturday and Sunday and then on Sunday I fly home. So it's the same thing every week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is prep. Thursday, Friday, Saturday is at the site and Sunday home. So it's a lot of work during the season, but uh, you've been doing it now for, what, 27 years, you said. And, uh, you know, (laughs) it's not not a job. I got a privilege. That's right. Exactly right. And and, uh, we love watching you, Lee, because I'll tell you, I always look forward to the mascot and you and Herbie going after it. And, of course, you get some razzling from the uh, crowd now and then, especially if you pick uh, you don't pick the home team. Well, exactly. Every week I make somebody mad. I, listen, I've, I've been 220 times. I've pissed off about everybody in the country at least twice. That, that is beautiful. All right, Lee, let's, before we talk about specific schools, let's talk about some, uh, some changes. First of all, this is the first year that there will be no uh, – uh, there will actually be a college football playoff. So a little bit yes. different. We will actually have a playoff after umpteen – geez, got to be 30 years of people saying we need a playoff. Well, now we have a playoff. So explain it uh, to our lieutenants how it will work. Well, most of all, it's, it's uh, there are 13 people. And there's a committee made, uh, made up of 13 people that would choose the four teams, and they'll be ranked one, two, three, four, and then seeded. And then one will play four, two will play three in the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl this year. And then the national championship, the winner of those, those games will play in, in the Dallas on January 12th. Night 2015. That's the way it'll work. They'll, those games will be by people, by a committee, will be selected. So we will still have the Rose Bowl and the Orange Bowl and yes, uh, and the all the other bowls, the Outback Bowl. But then after those bowls, then they will take the top four teams from there. Yeah. No, no. After the Rose Bowl, for instance, will have one and four, and the Sugar Bowl will have two okay. and three. And then and, those teams, the winner of those teams, then go to Dallas. So it's, gotcha. it's a four. It's a four-team playoff. Okay, and that will change every year, correct? Based on yeah, what so bowl is different locations every year, but there'll always be one will play four and two will play three. Lee, I like it. I think it's going to be good. Well, it, it's going to be good until I tell you, the biggest problem we're going to have is when there's an SEC team that's number five. Oh. But then there'll right. be a good see all hell break loose. 
because the SEC is powerful, and they'll say, okay, let's play eight teams. There won't be any controversy until the SEC is cut out. Yeah, you're right. And let's face it, the SEC is a dynamite conference, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. Very quickly, Lee, want to talk about some of the coaching changes that took place because uh, a lot of shuffling going on. First of all, at Texas, you've got Charlie Strong coming from Louisville, former Florida defensive coordinator, did a great job from 2010 to 2013 at Louisville, really turned that program around. Is he going to be good at Texas? That's a tough place for a coach. Well, that's a great place for a coach. That's one of the top two jobs in the entire country. There's some more players in Texas than anybody else. And I was I was sad to see Mac Brown, who happens to be a close friend of mine and a great person and individual. But uh, Charlie's going to do a great job, but it might take him a year or two to get the players that he needs. All right, USC, a lot of changes there. Steve Sarkeesian, who's coming from, uh, where was he, at Washington? Yeah, he was in Washington, but he was at USC before. So he brings back the USC philosophy, and, and he, knows a, he knows all the players and knows how to recruit there. He will be a dynamic coach in two years. UCLA will be, USC will be up there. Uh, Lee, I thought Ed Orgeron did a great job as the interim coach yes, last year, and I think he could be four. a head coach somewhere. He went six and two, six and two. He's there. He, uh, I thought he was going to get the job, but he decided to go with uh, Steve because he had more experience. Uh, one of the, I think, one of the best hires is James Franklin, young coach. Who listen, if you can win at Vanderbilt, and he uh-huh. did, he's now going to Penn State. That's going to be, I think, a home run for Penn State. He's a dynamite guy. He's a great personality and a good football coach. He will get enthusiasm. As soon as they get their scholarship numbers back up to where they should be because of that paternal situation, they were down. As soon as he gets them up, they're going to be loaded. All right, strangest uh, rehire, I should say. Bobby Petrino back at Louisville. Is he going to stick around there for a while, or is he going to pull another one where he'll quit in the middle of the season? No, I don't think he'll quit this time. They put a $10 million buyout. Hello. Really? $10 million anywhere. in his contract, so he's going to be there for a while, and he should be there. He is one of the best coaches in America, bar none. I would not be surprised to see Louisville jump up and beat Miami in the first Monday night game. And last, uh, one of the the big changes, Chris Peterson did a great job at Boise State over 10 years. Now he moves on to Washington going to the Pac-10. He is a terrific coach. He's a great personality, and his personality will win it at Washington. But he's got some competition in the the state. Mike Leach is at Washington State, is a great and an innovative coach. And I'll tell you what, it'll be a great combination to see Peterson versus Leach. All right, when we come back, we will take a look at what teams will be playing for the national championship, how the different conferences will do. Our guest is the great Lee Corso, uh, ESPN College football game day analyst and fellow alpha male and cigar connoisseur. We will continue our 2014 college football preview maneuver with Lee Corso right around the corner. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month. Picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com.
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean Basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95 rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade Cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. That music sounds familiar. It is that time of year where we are ready for college football, and it would not be complete unless we had the great Lee Corso of ESPN joining us for our 2014 college football preview maneuver. And, Lee, does that music get you in the spirit? Get ready for another great season of college football game day. It sure does, boy. I can't wait. Let's get going. Let's pick some games. All right, first of all, where are you going to start next week? Where's your first college football game day uh, uh, on location uh, event? It's at Dallas, Texas. Florida State is versus Oklahoma State. And uh, in Arlington is the Jerry Dome, and it should be a great offensive game. All right, now, as I mentioned to you, I've got uh, Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, and Lieutenant Gary here in the Buffalo Theater of Operations as we come to you today from our affiliate WBEN in Buffalo, where we came off a big Smoke on the Water 3 event last week. Captain Paul, you have a question for Lee. Lee, Lee, I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to talk personally to you and be able to ask you a question like this. I got a call from some friends of mine in uh, Texas. Uh, Houston, Texas. In fact, they run men's warehouse dry cleaning in in Texas. And uh, Terry said that he wants to come to Buffalo and and uh, to to the Baylor UB game, University of Buffalo game. Now, where should I be putting my money? Please? Is Baylor playing Buffalo? Yes, they are in, in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. 
I tell you what you do. Put all your money you got on Baylor. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to see you in Buffalo, I Lee? I don't care if they're playing in Canada. They <laughs> doesn't have a chance against Baylor. Boy, they, okay. Baylor will score 50, 60 points against Buffalo. Woo. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough. That, so, so Terry's gonna be a happy camper coming to Buffalo. Oh, no question yeah. about it. He, he, unless it snows, when are they playing the game? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're playing, I think, next week, Lee. So no, no, no chance of snow. All right, let, it might snow anyhow. It uh, might. They, they should hope. All right, let's talk about uh, this year. Florida State goes in as the odds-on favorite, last year's national champions. They're still loaded. They have their quarterback. They've got a great defense. Lee, you 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 selected, you you predict UCLA for the national championship. Not so fast, my friend. Well, I, I picked four teams to play next. At Florida State, Alabama, UCLA, and Michigan State. Those are the four teams that I picked to play in the uh, determined. Now, Florida State will beat Michigan State because one versus four, they can outrun them, and it's, it's too much speed for the Big Ten. And then Alabama plays UCLA in the Rose Bowl, and UCLA will beat Alabama because it's a tough place to play. It's a home field for the Pac-12, and they will That's beat right. them. And then Florida State will play UCLA, and I think UCLA can match them personnel-wise, plus the quarterback. Brent Hundley is a great player. Running and passing, I say UCLA will upset Florida State. Lee, you know, we've got to look at the, the big conferences. No, the SEC bulks up every year. The ACC still good. The Pac-10. The Big Ten, not so much anymore. Well, they're not, they're not so fast, my friend. they got four good teams this year. Iowa, Wisconsin, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Any one of those four teams can win the league. They're going to be awful close. It's going to be battles in between those teams. But there's a, there's a, they're improving. I'm telling you, they're better football teams than people think now. Well, look, if you take a look at Alabama, Saban just keeps you know tooling up. I think LSU is yeah. going to be interesting. Auburn's going to have, I think, a challenge this year. I'll tell you what, Oregon could be a great year also. Yes, Oregon's got a great foot. Marshall, that Marietta was, is a great player. And they got a great team, but they got Oregon that must go to UCLA and play them. And I think All right, that's Lee, it. Got to wrap it up, Lee, but I'll tell you what. You know, my favorite team to win the national championship, the Rhode Island School of Design. Their nickname is the Nads. Their cheer is Go Nads. You got to put money on that, Lee. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> I, I guarantee you, now if you play Baylor... <laughs> hey Lee, I, I'm gonna Lee, I'm gonna pop over to see you in Orlando. We're gonna have lunch and a cigar in the next few weeks, so I will call you the great Lee Corso of ESPN, our college football uh, uh, game day uh, preview, cigar day of the general, along with Colonel Ange, Captain Paul, Lieutenant Gary, Mayor Humidor, always be full, Mayor Cutter, always be sharp, Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long, Semper Delicatio, always pleasure. Go Syracuse Orange Men. Uh-huh.